area code. I wait, Jill. Um, Gila, who is going to be discussing about the skateboard industry. Sure. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I'm looking forward to this one absolutely as well. Wendy, good morning and welcome to Area Code. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for inviting me. Now, Wendy, we're speaking about... What is titled the world's 90th most dangerous jobs, right? So I think the first question I've been dying to ask you is, as a radio presenter, there's a certain number of hours that you need to serve before you actually go into the mainstream and start earning those Benjamins. How many scars do you need to have as a skater? How many bruises must you have before getting into um, the mainstream as a skateboarder? I know this is a bit of a cliche, but I wrote on my paper here of my little notes, I said, be realistic if you want to be a pro skateboarder. Um, We find with many of the youth now, uh, they think you can do 10 tricks and then you're a pro skateboarder. And um, if you think of uh, of anything like an electrician, you don't become a qualified electrician by putting light switches on and off. You actually need years of study to be a professional. And many young people miss that part. It really takes what is a cliche as well, blood, sweat and tears. And in anything that you really want to reach the height and be able to call yourself professional, you need to be able to um, put in the work to become that professional. Now, Wendy, you are the chair of Roller Sports SA. What does the organization seek to achieve with the skating industry in South Africa? Um, Skateboarding is new to us. Roller Sports South Africa has been in existence since early 60s. But skateboarding is new because they just became Olympic and they are part of our World Skate, which is the International Federation. So suddenly, as a huge shock to many skateboarders, it's becoming um, a governed sport where a lot of rules and regulations um, apply. And it's something that is not for everybody. Some people just want to go to the skate park, do a few runs and do a few tricks and relax. But if you want to go to the Olympics, of course, it's going to be a governed sport and you're going to have to come through the ranks from your age groups up to junior and senior participants. And then you will have the opportunity to qualify. Now, let's get into the nowadays you know now obviously skateboarding has um increased in terms of people that um exercise skateboarding now also looking at another hinder that we have is that skating is an outdoor activity and because of covid19 and outside of covid19 as well looking at the technology that children consume or rather young people consume are usually indoors could this gradually mean the end of this industry um i don't think so uh, with the olympics um being a very big draw card for many parents wanting their children to do well in sport. Um, The drive is for all sports now to really get the youngsters involved and out of just sitting around and getting them active. We've got groups like Girls Skate South Africa and they um, encourage girls to come out into a more male-dominated sport. And... um, I think it's the excitement of skating. We do speed, we do artistic skating, which is very nice for the girls to be a figure skater. And then we have the skateboarding. And I mean, what can be more um, 
exciting sports to offer to anybody. So I don't think it will decline. There is many indoor skate parks as well, which is, of course, smaller. But um, I think we just need to drive this through guys like you that give us exposure, that we get kids and not just kicking a ball around in teams. As an individual, you can go out and enjoy the sport and get out and be part of a group, but still compete individually. Now, the skating industry is one of those overlooked sports in South Africa. And for a very long time, it's been that way. How does one become a professional skater? What are some of the professional things that you need to encounter? And maybe on the educational side as well. And what are some of the skills that are required for you to become a professional skater? Um, As you said in the beginning, those scabs and wounds and things from falling. (laughs) That's skating. But um, (laughs) it's, it's really a matter of now... Um, you get into the Olympics and you're going to attract attention and there will be sponsors. But many people want to start at the top. You're going to have to become a champion and let people see you. And then um, be realistic with what is professional. Winning one or two contests and getting a check for um, a reasonably small amount compared to other jobs or having somebody telling you, you now are sponsored skater and they give you one set of shoes a year. Um, you know, it's to be realistic and first become good. That should be everybody's objective. You don't become a doctor if you don't do your studies at school and qualify to get into university and then study for it. So it's, it's be realistic is the first step in becoming a professional. Do your work. Become the best. We will notice you. You will be able to go to world championships. And I know professional and money is on top of many people's list, but also seeing the world, getting to another country, doing a competition with people that's like-minded. It's it's really, it changes your life. You're touching on money here. Now, most most of the money, we can call it um, remuneration. It comes from sponsors and shoes, like you've mentioned, clothes, etc. as well. How is branding image important to get sponsors? Um, I think it's extremely important. We don't have sponsors. So this is a new opportunity to anybody out there wishing to become part of a sport in the early stages of the governance of the sport and growing with it. And we can really grow this into a good opportunity for the skaters to earn better then and to for a brand to be associated with us and then leading to actually paid professionals that get money to live from and only can skate 24 hours a day. Now, when you heard that the skateboarding will be taking part in the next Olympics, I can only imagine how excited you were. Now, what does this mean to you as someone who lives and advocates for the sports? I'm new in skateboarding. I'm studying the sport as fast as I can. As you go along, as you go along. But because we are affiliated with the um, International Federation and they government uh, govern, govern all the um, roller sports, these 11 disciplines, uh, we've been working to get into the um, Olympics since I was a very, very little girl. The international talks was all, we're going to get in, we're going to get into the Olympics. And finally, our step in was skateboarding. We're all hoping that um, speed will soon be 
to follow and then artistic. But it was hugely exciting just suddenly to be part of the Olympic scene. I had the opportunity to actually go to the Olympics. It was mind-blowing. I, I, I still cannot believe what I saw at the Olympics. Now, speaking of the Olympics, before we get into that, what options do people actually have who want to join the world of skating since it's not a world-famous or, should I say, popular um, industry and the types of skating they can take part in as well? Uh, Yes. Um, As I said, there's 11 disciplines. In South Africa, we have um, artistic skating, which is figure skating. We have speed skating. We have the skateboarding. We have roller derby. We have um, roller hockey. Um, So we don't have all 11, and not all of them are affiliated to us yet, but we're forming one body to be in line with the uh, world body. And there's something for absolutely everybody and as I said it's such exciting sports and then um, uh, we will organize um, annual South African championships where the skaters are identified for trials and they can then go on to international competitions world championships and ultimately the Olympics now, Wendy, let's not um, exclude the people from your rural areas that also want to be a part of such initiatives. You know, I think the one thing I like the most about skateboarding is how it creates such an individualism. Like you just become your own person from the way you look, the way you behave. And th- th- there's a certain niche for it. And we can't say that there are no people in the rural areas that also would like to be a part of the skateboarding industry. Now, skating as a sport is taken serious. Um, that is a board internationally and keeps advancing with each role. How do we then introduce the culture of skating to young children who have the love for sports but don't necessarily have the means to take part in the sports? Are there any organizations that they can join? I'm so happy that you asked this. Roller Sports South Africa is the champion in bringing in the small areas. Mm. We have got a club in Kwakwatsi and in Samile and in Motherwell and we are just really the champions of bringing people that have never ever seen the sport in and our plans is to now take mini skate parks into the areas firstly where we already have skating clubs because everything centers around volunteers and that is something that is even more scarce than money. Um, You need to get people to work for nothing for the community and um, everybody wants a child from a community to be in the Olympics but we need a person from that community to help that child get there by taking our hand and starting a club and really we have had South African champions from areas where people in the top of South African sport don't even know where this little place is, and we delivered SA champions. So our plan is to make mini skate parks. I don't believe in starting with the international standard Olympic size skate park. Let's just put up a few ramps where children can start with the basic basics and we build them up and then your community will see, listen, this means something to our youngsters. It makes a difference in our whole community. Let's build something bigger. So we've got plans for all that, but we need those volunteers to contact us and take our hands and let's do something together for your children. Sure. 
love that part and we must do everything together with our children now when it comes to the sports you know as a sporting fanatic as a sports person you play sports it's important for you to have an insurance now you're in the skating industry what kind of an insurance one should take um that is a area in south africa where there's really a gap to get individual insurance against things like that we do make very sure that when our children travel to um, projects that we um, host or uh, championships that they do have the necessary insurances but that is a big big thorn in the flesh that um, most people especially from our rural clubs don't have the funds to to take out the necessary insurance at our competitions we always have a third party liability but um, for your general injuries daily um, sometimes the turnaround at some of our clinics is 48 hours before they can see one of our kids that's in our national team representing our country Wendy, thank you so much. I think you've said so many beautiful things. I like the fact that you also touched on the likes of how it's not just about the financial side of things, but you get to travel the whole entire world and meet people that are like-minded just like you, which also assists you in terms of being ignorant, in terms of educating yourself, you know, learning different cultures and bringing yourself together with different ethnicities as well is quite amazing. It, it's really, and my passion for this is just, I say it's addiction, it's not just a sport passion anymore. But speak to me again, because with guys like you um, being behind us and advocating for us, we will reach those sponsors that we need. Ah, oh, yeah, definitely. We're right behind you, cheering and making sure that we, the skating industry is taking the, over the world. Thank you so much. So don't go away and forget about us now. No, no, no. <laughs> Wendy, we love you too. We love you too. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Area Code, every weekdays from 9 to 12 p.m. Only on VOW FM 88.1.